Shut up and sit down. Thank you so much for joining us here on another episode of Cinema from the Dark Side podcast. Again, quick reminder to anyone who submits listener mail, the email address has changed to darksideama at gmail.com. Again, that is darksideama at gmail.com. All right, so we are going to be talking about a fun one today. We're going to be talking about uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And joining me today is Mike. Mike, how's it going, bud? It's going all right, dude. How you doing? Yeah, I'm going pretty good. I'm pretty tired, but I'm excited to talk to you about this one, bud. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it too. It's something I was looking forward to ever since uh, pretty much saw the the um, the uh, trailer for it. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, as per usual, first thing we do is movie news, and the first one I have here is uh, a lot of people are theorizing that in the latest. Spider-Man No Way Home trailer that uh, the editors did a crappy job editing out Garfield and uh, uh, Tobey Maguire. So there's a small scene when we're first when we first see Jamie Foxx's Electro, we see Reptile and we see uh, Sandman. And there's a scene where it just looks like Tom Holland is jumping to fight all three of them. But people are noticing like Electro isn't moving towards Tom Holland and neither is Reptile. Like they're kind of jumping out into what looks like nothingness. That's weird. <laughs> so a lot of people are theorizing that just for the sake of, you know, the surprise element that they edited out both Garfield and McGuire. And, you know, once we finally get to that scene, we'll, we'll see that it's actually all three of them and not just Tom Holland. So that's what people are theorizing. But when I when I first saw this theory or this article, uh, I went and looked back at the video. And yeah, 100 percent. It does look like both Reptile and Electro are moving towards nothingness. <laughs> like they're totally missing Tom Holland. So it's quite possible that that is the case. Mike, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, that's just a case of kind of like, uh, I would say not even like shoddy editing. Right. It's just like lazy editing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where uh, they had an opportunity. Well, I mean, it was a, it was a blink and miss it kind of scene, like it was just like a point five seconds of a shot. For sure. Where, and I'm not. I wouldn't yeah. be somebody who'd be mad about it, right? Right. But certainly somebody who like, let's say I'm the creator of the film, yeah, or like the production uh-huh. company, um, I would a hundred percent be like up those editors' asses, because we think about it in like the, the course of uh you know, half a second or whatever. Right. Right. Um, like a, like a nothing clip, but it was enough for someone to notice, which means it was within, it was within that like 32 frames a second or whatever, um, mm-hmm. that like people register in their eyes. So people were able to register it, see it and say, mm-hmm. Oh, what the fuck is that? And, uh, mm-hmm. that is a big no, no, especially when your whole career is, just that like what's happening in that exact movie at that time right it's not like you know uh, it might be a half second to us but it is for them a huge chunk of their work like every minute second whatever in that film is huge for how much time they spend on it right um and that half second of of you know whatever film that they shoddily edited 
um, mm-hmm. could equate to a certain amount of dollars. Now that doesn't—I don't think anybody gives that much of a shit, but it's just something that somebody noticed and was like, "Doesn't that look fucking stupid?" <laughs> <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Yeah, True, I just I mean, think, but it, it's also—it's just indicative of like a worse kind of situation that could have happened. Yeah, you know what I mean, well. I mean, also, my I don't think it's just shoddy editing. I just think they were trying to get the most, like, zing out of the trailer. Because it is a cool shot. I think they were just trying to get the most zing out of the trailer. And they're like, okay, it's we're just going to show this 0.5 second clip of everyone jumping towards Tom Holland. And they have to know going in, someone's going to put it together at some point. Mm. <laughs> so I don't think it's, like, shoddy editing and, like, anyone's to be blamed for it. It's just... It's just they're trying to make an exciting trailer, and people notice this oddity within the trailer. Right. So. I just think that, yeah, I mean, again, don't think you're wrong. I don't think in the grand scheme of things it will matter at all. Right. I just think that, like, if you're going to try and, like, you need to really pull it off, right? If you're going to try and, like, throw some shit out like that um, right. to try and, like, be a zinger, you know, mm-hmm. you fucking, you need to, like, be able to pull off the zinger. Right. Fair enough. Uh, Mike, you got our next bit? Yes, I do. Um, so, basically, uh, lots of Marvel shows, right, coming to Disney+. Plus. Lots of new Marvel shows coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, mm-hmm. The There's an X-Men show coming, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss um, Marvel. Uh, so, there's kind of a 90s, like the 90s X-Men cartoon that we all love, Um I like fell in love with a bunch of X-Men in that show that they have never talked about since. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, they're kind of bringing something like that back to Disney plus or they're bringing it back to Disney plus. Sorry. Uh, Which again, for me, exciting. Morph is my favorite X-Men and he is never fucking talked about in any, you know, film or anything like that. Um, But uh, I, you know, I think that it's pretty cool that they're expanding their, it's cool that they're expanding their Marvel franchise beyond just like the big like blockbuster film uh, like franchises. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's exciting that they're bringing more of that and they're investing more of that into their shows. And we've talked about this before. I think that like right. going the show route is really, really fun and cool. And you're not risking uh, as much like ridicule. You might be ris- risking as many dollars, but you're not risking as much ridicule for fucking right. it up. <laughs> of course. And I mean, they've been killing it with the Marvel shows as well mm. as the Star Wars shows. So, I mean, right. the, with the shows, you can clearly you could tell you could tell a much better story than you can in a movie. So I'm excited right. that they're starting like characters like Moon Knight and She-Hulk out as a TV show because that'll give them time to develop. So if they want to ever put them in a movie, we don't have to deal with any of their, you know, origin bullshit. Exactly. Um, so uh, I'm ex- definitely excited for that. I am super excited because I was a huge fan of the, you know, X-Men uh, animated TV, series. Yep. So the fact that they're bringing that back and there's going to be like new stuff, but like in the same animation, I'm so jazzed for. Dude, huge part um, of my childhood. Love that shit. Dude, that theme song. Oh, dude, yeah. And, like, when I, I tried to explain to like my wife at one point. Um, we were watching something about it, like with an X-Men film or, or, or an X-Men uh-huh. show. And, uh, we were going through what the, um, like what the robots were mm-hmm. like the big ass robots. And I was like, those were like the main enemy in the show. <laughs> like that was like right. the main enemy in the show for the, the longest time. Yeah. The Sentinels. That's what it was. Yeah. The Sentinels. And, uh, 
and I was trying to like explain that to her and she's like, but what about like Magneto? I was like, oh, he was around, but like the Sentinels were everyone's enemy. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was just really 100%. fuck. I fucking loved it. But yeah, I do. I am super pumped to see, you know, Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac is a, f- a fantastic actor. Um, can't wait for it. Uh, speaking of TV shows, this next one is super exciting for me. So looks like Ridley Scott is a busy bee. So uh, recently it was announced that Ridley Scott uh, finished a script for a Blade Runner television show. Oh, shit. As well as is in the process of writing an alien TV show as well. Um, so he's quite busy. Who knows, man? I mean, I mean, I'm not going to like, like, okay, but like what, what part of the story would that be about is my question. (laughs) Who knows? It could be a completely unrelated to anything he's done already. That's true. That's true. Just whenever I think alien, he's, his movies, his, his alien movies, uh, he only directed the first one. Well, he only directed the first alien. He only directed them, but wasn't he involved in making the other ones at all? No, no, not at all. No, he oh. directed the first one. Uh, James Cameron did the did Aliens, <gasps> right? And then uh, David Fincher did Alien Three, and no one gives a shit about Alien Resurrection. No, or the Prometheus <laughs> movies. Um, I but, love the Prometheus movies. Go fuck yourself. No, nah, you're fucking <laughs> retarded. <laughs> um, the uh, I just think that like the Alien movies themselves were so like concise in the sense that like here's the story, here's what happened, here's the conclusion of that story. Mm-hmm. Maybe cliffhanger, maybe. Um, like where do you get a whole show out of that? That's where I was mm-hmm. like, out of those characters, but obviously you wouldn't, it would be something totally different. Right. Right. Um, to go along with that, a little spinoff to that is also Ridley Scott confirmed in a different article that, uh, the script to gladiator two is complete and makes sense. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. He made a bold claim that it was complete and and that it makes sense because i am a fucking <laughs> huge fan of the movie gladiator <laughs> so I am yeah super huge fan of gladiator dude oh yeah 100 percent. love that movie. like a fucking i have seen it like a million times i fucking love that movie are you not entertained oh my god what a, what like prime fucking russell crowe I know, but he's so fat now. Oh, my God. He's, he's so, so fat. fat now, dude. So <laughs> fucking fat. I was watching him do, like, his... This is a little, you know, off-base, but I was watching him do his, like, Vanity Fair or whatever, like, breakdown mm-hmm. of his career, and just seeing him being so fucking fat and then talking about, like, his roles and, like, doing, like, flashbacks to the roles. And yeah. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Dude, you really that's, let yourself go, bro. That, you know what? what that is? That's net worth. That's what that is. <laughs> I saw I saw the trailer for the movie Unhinged, and I was just like, "Fuck, dude!" I you saw that movie. So terrible. And the movie was it bad? Sucked. That oh, movie yeah. was unbelievably bad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he says that the script is complete, and yeah, we'll see where that goes from there. Uh, I mean, if I had to make a guess, because I'm gonna go ahead and assume they're not gonna get Russell Crowe back in peak physical form anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm gonna assume. It was. It would be about the kid he saved. 
Um, you know, I bet you. Well, yeah. What what I think probably would happen, right? Conjecture completely, just based on yeah, like well, having watched the fucking movie like a million times and knowing is, that he's you know dead. Yeah, of course he died like immediately. They're gonna have a statue, something like that, like an honoring thing. He, um, you know, saved Rome from itself. Blah 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 blah. And it will. I don't even think it's gonna be about the kid. I think it's gonna be about um, like two generations like a, like a generation separated mm-hmm. from that and it's going to be something of the effect of like um he knew like uh or like he was for like from the same village or, or some shit like like very similar to that vein um mm-hmm. yeah or like maybe he had an illegitimate kid at war and like it's about his kid or his grandkid right yeah, I mean, like some shit, some shit like that. It's possible. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but I'm, I'll definitely be interested in watching uh, it and yeah. seeing what it's about. I'm fucking for sure. watch it. All right. So, Mike, you got our last bit. That's your last bit. You have coming up, right? Uh, I have. One I I do have two that I can read and choose between. Um, which do you think I should read? Uh, I have read uh, them both. I don't give a shit. All right, shit. all right. Let's go through these then. Um, so. This one's a bit of a nothing, so it kind of works. Um, basically, the president of Lucasfilms, um, Kathleen Kennedy, was in an interview talking about like the the stars of the you know most recent film franchise, um, mm-hmm. and basically saying like, uh... yeah, um, basically saying that like you know these aren't characters that you're just gonna like end up forgetting about, which you know, maybe, um, <laughs> but like they're not. They're we'd uh, like to. Yeah, I mean, they weren't We'd great. We'd like to forget about it. I'll tell you that, but I also don't forget about fucking Jar Jar Banks, and he sucks shit, so, um, <laughs> you know. But, he, but here's the thing. He sticks to you like a cancer. You can't forget it. That's true. I would say more like herpes. It's there, and it never goes away. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, the uh, she's basically saying, like, they're not going to be people you forget about. They may end up in, like, at the very least highly referenced, but potentially uh-huh. in like kind of those offshoot things that they've been doing. Um, like what, what is this one they were talking? They, uh, they specifically referenced a, uh, the book of Boba Fett. Uh, Cause they, they're talking about the, the debut of the book of Boba Fett. Right. Um, and I think that she's talking about like offshoots in that vein, right. Where they might show up depending on the timeline that they're set in. So, um, you know, we may see them again in something of like a, of a cameo. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but here's my thought on that. Who gives a shit? Um, so it's, it, that's not news. That's more like, you know, eh. it's, it's, well, just, yeah. Eh, eh. yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I'm upset because uh, apparently Disney just extended her contract. Kathleen oh, Kennedy, yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Well. I'm just like, come on, bro. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. It made money. You know, that's, that's like, all it mattered. Like, that's and literally what mattered. And literally made all Star Wars fans just toxic to one another. It 100% True. made everyone battle each other. However, <laughs> money. <laughs> but I'm just saying that was it was terribly done. And yeah, yeah, I agree. She I just does not that, deserve that position. Well, it's okay. So it's just like the whole thing with the fucking what whoever the CEO, that one asshole of a uh, Blizzard and like video game new shit, like of Blizzard Entertainment and Activision, 
where like they got sued by California for like having a super toxic work environment and like being sexually harassing and shit like crazy to their women, uh, to the women on staff. And uh, basically, I think Bobby Kotick, right? So he allegedly um, was a, a big part of it and he's the CEO, but because he has made the company a butt fuck ton of money um, and he has like a clause in his contract that if they fire him, he has like a fuckload. He has like a $300 million pension. It would be more expensive to get rid of him, even though he's a fucking PR liability. <laughs> uh, I would take that hit for sure. But yeah, it's just like, you know, they don't, they want just to make it John it. Favreau and move the fuck on. Yeah. They just like the money's dog. <laughs> That's all yeah, I'm saying. If they want to make more money, put someone competent in charge. <laughs> <sighs> all right. And uh, your last bit. Yeah. So my last bit. Um, this one's a little bit more like, you know, you think about it a bit more. Um, so Winston Duke, uh, he played. Um, God, how do you pronounce this? It's very simple. Mbaku. Um, to, M'Baku, right, right. Okay, so he played M'Baku, uh, the, like, mountain king um, mm-hmm. in the original Black Panther, the big burly motherfucker. Um, mm-hmm. So he is apparently slotted to be the next Black Panther, to, like, take up the mantle. Um, obviously, after Chadwick Boseman, you know, fought with cancer and he lost the fight, um, mm-hmm. they, didn't, they weren't going to scrap the whole franchise. At the same time, they wanted to come up with, like, a good way to continue it. Um, and it has to make sense, which, to be perfectly fair, um, I mean, not however they, like, uh, like send off Chadwick Boseman's character um, in the franchise is one thing. But how they continue the cycle of, like, the Black Panther, it makes sense, right? Because it's not, it's not a genetic thing, right? It's, right. It's yeah. not. They have to, like, drink the whole, whatever, the juice. and um, <laughs> Sipping on gin and juice. Yeah, right? So they have to, like, drink the Black Panther juice. Um, you know, do all of that shit. And then they have to like survive the trial, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like whatever combat trial it is, which totally makes sense. And, and right. they, I could totally see it coming to fruition where like he becomes worthy, kind of like Captain America's shield or Captain America could pick up Mjolnir in fucking, right. you know, whatever, like they're worthy of that. Right. Right. Um, I just, I'm, I'm curious because as you just said, it's, it's either passed down, you know, from, right. you know, from generation to, to generation. Some, right. But for Unless this, there's w- a challenge in battle, like you just said. But since he's Chadwick Boseman is gone, how I'm, I'm curious as to how they're going to give him the mantle of Black Panther. Right. And I personally think that there's a couple ways that I've already kind of thought of where like, because from what I've seen. So in the article, it even shows him. In like with the like the ashen arms and shit like because I think his people have like bone dust and shit that they like because they want to look scary as fuck. Um, But I mean, that's from the first movie. Oh, that is from the first movie. Yeah, that's from the first movie. Oh, shit. For some reason, I thought that was from the second movie or that was like like a clip from what would be coming up. Um, No, they haven't filmed anything for that. It's been a long fucking time since I've seen that film then. Yeah. Um, But I could easily see them having him challenge like the princess or you know because he has a sister in the you know in the fucking or whatever I mean, right he or would whip her ass 
If that's the case, he's gonna he's gonna beat the shit out of a woman. Nah, nah <laughs> she's like an inventor though, and she, she'd probably have some crazy shit to fucking kick. No, his but ass you with. can't use technology. It's just right. Sticks. Yeah, it's just yeah. Well, you never know. She could fucking inject something. She's fucking crazy, <laughs> dog. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I think I think that legitimately, I think that it is a a cool idea, and I I think that I bet you they have a bunch of avenues that they could approach this from. That's probably. what I, I legitimately yeah. think. Mm-hmm. So many avenues. Yeah. As long as they pick the right ones, unlike Star right. Wars. Right. Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, yes, but. <laughs> 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 so uh, angry about it, huh? It's so um, upsetting. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if you listened, but last week Nick and I got into it. Got oh, into it about uh, the Last Jedi. Right. Not only yeah, because we also talked about that. Yeah. Well, it came in the form of a listener mail, and then we did a mini podcast podcast about why i think it sucks and why he was defending it <laughs> great <laughs> it was fun yeah of course it's totally yeah, fun we meant no harm we yeah, had we meant no harm by it yeah <laughs> we, no, we meant no harm um but yeah so that's i mean i i personally think that's a bit more of an exciting piece of news because I, I i am i number one loved the the movie mm-hmm. but um uh, and and I would I would hate to see the franchise you know just go away because it's a good franchise, um, right? So I am I am interested to see what they do. Excited to see what they do, not just like interested uh, in a like they better not fuck it up kind of way. Like I think that they're going to do a good job with it. Um, mm-hmm. So I am curious to see what happens. Yeah, we shall see. So speaking about Disney, Marvel, so on and so forth. Let's get on to our main topic, Shang-Chi, or is it Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. 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 And the <laughs> Shang-Chi. Yeah. Uh, and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So, uh, Mike, why don't you start? What are your first thoughts about the movie? So, <clears throat> I'm really mixed on it, right? So, I think that, Same. yeah, like the combat scenes are really cool. I like the actor. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen him a lot before this movie um, because my wife is a big fan of Kim's Convenience which is a Canadian uh, like sitcom where he it's about it's about like a Korean family who runs a store and they're in Canada and the parents came from Korea and he's one of the kids he's an adult Um, but he's a good actor he's funny he's like a kooky weird dude Um, and I thought it was cool that he was going to be a part of the film um and when I showed it to my wife, she's like, oh, hell yeah, we're going to watch that because she likes the actor as well. Um, right. But, you know, again, fight scenes, good. Right. I liked the actor. Um, I thought that his female counterpart was okay. Aquafina? Um, yeah. Um, I thought that there was a bit too much back and forth of it trying to be way too kooky. Like it was trying to be way too silly, but it, yeah. But it, well, I mean, it that also, is Aquafina's like character. She's like the, you know, comedy relief. Yeah, but I feel like it was shoehorned in. Like, like I felt they shoehorned in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I feel like her character definitely belonged, and like the kookiness mm-hmm. was needed, but not where it was placed. Right, like it was. It, it, they would like kind of shove it into a situation that just didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Right, like it was almost like. Yeah every scene that was really serious had to have a kooky thing when it doesn't like every yeah. scene that's serious doesn't need the kooky part. It, it could just be a serious scene and then you go to the next one that's serious and add kooky there. Right. Like, yeah, it, yeah, that's, that's what I thought was a little, um, 
a little off-putting about the movie, but I mean, uh-huh. overall, the story was all right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Thing, I mean, it, it was predictable as fuck. I will say yeah. that. My thing with the movie is that it kind of had the same feeling that Mortal Kombat did in Ooh, in shit. terms of, in terms <laughs> of the fact that within not as bad as Mortal I was gonna Kombat, say that because, bad, huh? because <laughs> only in this only in this scenario which is the first 10 minutes of Mortal Kombat may, tricked me into thinking I was going to be watching a really good movie but this one like the first hour tricked me into thinking I was going to be watching a good movie like it started off great like the fight scenes weren't overdone um, I mean, yeah, they were still hanging off buildings, but it, it was like, you know, still somewhat believable, like almost, you know, Kung Fu style movies. Right. Um, which is what I really was excited for. Right. But then by the end, you know, they do the Marvel thing where they just fucking add so much goddamn CGI. And he's like riding Ooh, a goddamn dragon. Oh my God. Well, I will say this. Okay. So I was a sucker for the dragon because my favorite version of a dragon is the is the like mythic oriental um, like water dragon well the just it doesn't have to be a water dragon right because like i'm not gonna get well, too most, deep into most it. dragons in that culture are water well they're dragons. sky or water right yeah um and they are basically just flying serpents which i always thought was really fucking cool because right. western dragons needed like wings to like logically fly as opposed to just being <laughs> magic right like right. Yeah. And I just I, I also thought that like the the village they ended up going to was really cool just because it had just oriental or like true to mythology mm-hmm. of the Orient creatures. Right. Right. Like the statues, like those big fucking mm-hmm. like dragon lion statues that you see. Yeah. Um, in ancient China. But that like they had those like living, you know, walking around. Right. thought that was cool. Yes. Super CGI to shit. But I was like, yeah. oh, cool. <laughs> I like yeah. that. It's just, yeah, it was just one of those things where I'm just like, there's so much CGI. I, there I, was a lot takes, of CGI. It takes me out of it. It really does. Like, the if thing. there's, there was a if lot. it's too much, it really takes me out of it. There was like, a lot. Uh, there was yeah. A lot. Like, in <laughs> Dune, there was a shit ton of CGI, but it was subtle. It wasn't, you know, anything too kooky. Yeah. Like, it was mainly to. Mainly the CGI used in Dune was, you know, obviously, like, the space stuff, but even that was subtle. But, like, um, when they're showing huge landscapes of, like, the desert, like, it was CGI, but it was beautiful. Right. Um, But when when the action movies I'm watching rely so heavily on CGI, it just makes me think they can't, (laughs) like, they use it as a crutch, and and I'm getting very sick of it. Okay. Like, like the first Iron Man, I always bring up the first Iron Man because that had an actual plot that wasn't <laughs> CGI Explody Fest. No, and it, that was a good fucking movie. Right, right. But obviously there was still CGI for it. Um, but it it was it was subtle. They didn't rely on it to make a movie. Whereas right. I feel Marvel movies now, like, are just they need to because every movie needs to be bigger and better. And it's just, it's getting too much for me, personally. Um, How did you feel about the Mandarin showing back up? I actually really like that. Now that, yeah. okay, so that is what the 
like comedic relief should have been like, right? It was right. subtle, snuck in, but like every every funny thing he said seemed natural to what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it was very brief, right? Like that was right. the interesting part. That's what I liked so much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to explain to my wife what was going on. Oh, really? She did not like, I mean, she watches them when I force her to. Like she doesn't really... She she never is excited to see a Marvel movie. The only Marvel, <laughs> <laughs> the on. only no, she's not at all. I'm serious. God damn, dude! But like the only Marvel movie she was excited to see was Ant Man. That was it. <laughs> I can't, oh my fucking god, dude. yeah. She, but she's yeah, she's not a superhero person. She liked The Dark Knight, but other than that, like the Dark Knight trilogy. Other than that, she doesn't really care about superhero stuff. So I had to explain. I'm like, okay. I had to pause the movie. I was like, okay. And Iron Man 3. <laughs> and oh I had to go God. through that whole fucking rigmarole. Bro. But, uh, but yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. I thought he was funny. And I and I was kind of... I was upset, upset slash slightly relieved at the same time because... <laughs> They fixed the Mandarin, right? Because that was my biggest problem with Iron Man 3 was the fact that the Mandarin turned out to be a complete fucking phony. But he's one of Tony Stark's, like, main nemesises. You know what I mean? True. So when in Iron Man 3, when the Mandarin turned out to be a fake, I was like, fuck this movie. Which is why <laughs> a lot of people were like, fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, it was very upsetting. But then, you know... They kind of explain, like, oh, this fake guy stole my symbol and created the Mandarin. So I was kind of happy that they acknowledged that they kind of acknowledged that it was a bad move in Iron Man 3 and kind of repurposed that guy. But at the same time, you know, again, he's supposed to be like a Tony Stark nemesis. He had zero dealings with Tony Stark. That was also that was slightly upsetting to me. I don't know. That he had zero. Di- well, yeah, you mean like in like uh, kind of in canon like, at this point? Yeah, right? like, in canon in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I could see that, right? But like, I think that the 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 reasoning behind it makes sense, just because they were yeah. building, they were building to the the whole like Avengers thing, right? And and the Mandarin right. had nothing to do with the Avengers kind of like uh, exploits of um, of Tony Stark, not really. Mm-hmm. It was a specifically Tony Stark villain. Right. Um, so I, I get it, but I also understand, like, as far as, like, canology or con- how the fuck you would say that. Um, In canon. Yeah, how you would be frustrated with the situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not really even frustrated. It was just, it's more, like, disappointed that they didn't mention at oh, all. Oh, you're not mad. You're just disappointed? Yeah, I know. Is that worse? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> But, like, just the fact that they didn't mention at all that he's supposed to be a nemesis to, like, you know, right. just to kind of, like... No, like, even paying homage to it or anything right. like that. Right, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Makes um, sense. I can see the frustration there, yeah. Yeah, and... But, I mean, otherwise, I, I did think the whole aspect of the, re- the strange relationship between the mother and father and how that all went down, like, when... uh uh, like when the dad, the, the Mandarin, I'm just going to call him the Mandarin because that's what he is, uh, the real Mandarin. 
<clears throat> right. When the when the Mandarin like came back, found his wife dead, and then he took his son to show his son, "Hey, I'm gonna beat the shit out of these guys." I just thought I was that like, was good "That's parenting. pretty brutal." <laughs> I just thought that was good parenting. I'm serious right. too. I told my fucking wife, I was like, "Let me tell you something. That is how you fucking teach a kid that uh, you're gonna fucking take care of business." <laughs> Dude, have you guys been watching Dexter? No. Oh god. Okay. Dude. So in this episode, so in the I'm not spoiling anything, but in the first episode, Harrison, Dexter's real son, comes back and he's a teenager now. So this one scene in school, he stands up to bullies and he literally chokes like this huge guy out because he was because he was being a bully to this like nerdy dude. And he nice. he gave him like a total Dexter threat. It was amazing. He was just like, if you ever do that again. This will happen every day of your life. And then another buddy came to like defend the bully and he just let him go push him and went, what? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, shit, Dexter's kid. Shit, Harrison. Yeah, right. What's she going to do? That's awesome. What? (laughs) What? That's awesome. (laughs) It was so good. I like that. That's funny. Once you guys start watching it, You'll love it. It's 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 been great since episode one. Nice. So I think they're, I think they're making up for that horrible season eight. Yeah, the last season yeah, was not so good. Terrible. It was bad. And like, they were, yeah, yeah, so terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and Michael C. Hall admits it. He's like, yeah, it sucked. He's like, yeah, my bad, my bad, everybody, <laughs> my bad. Um, but yeah. Mandarin, um, or Shang-Chi, I should say. Yeah. Um, what, so did you think the sister aspect needed to be there? It kind of felt pointless until the very end. Not the way it was. Um, I didn't think it was necessary, uh, the way that they had it. I thought that that was pretty dumb. Um, but, uh, like, I think that it was important that he had a sister, Mm. right? Um, I think that that actually was probably a decent part of the story. Um, like, yo, cause, okay. So <clears throat> him abandoning just his sister, I, let me yeah. rephrase that. His, his abandoning his sister was an important part of the story. I think, right. However, he, we didn't need it. Like we didn't need, <laughs> like we, we didn't need, need all the, all of it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that just wasn't necessary. Yeah. I don't know. The the movie was good. There the fight scenes were good at the beginning and I and the story did keep me engaged. I personally liked Aquafina a little bit more than you did. Uh Oh, I liked her. I just didn't like how it felt like she was forced in. Does that mean well, not that she was forced in. That some right. of her lines were forced in like aggressively. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I I Again, I, I say I'm pretty sure I say this anytime I talk about any form of Marvel movie. Um, but uh, I, I really they really need to go back to like back to basics, man. And that's what I'm hoping for with these like the new series and the new movies coming out. Like, I hope Blade isn't just a CGI fuck fest of a film. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, it's actually have movie. some choreography. And just have him kill vampires, man. Don't make it this epic ordeal. But it is a Blade movie. 
it is a Blade movie, and I get it that. A blade, it is a Blade I understand movie. CGI is going to be required at times. Oh, it's going to be required. He's going to be in there, buddy. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't need, I don't need, uh, fuck, what is that? Uh, you don't need it, like, forced down your throat? What is that, what is that zombie movie with Brad Pitt? <laughs> World War Z? Oh, fu- yes. Yes. Yep. I don't need World War Z, but with vampires. Like, I don't know if you remember how the CGI looked, but it was fucking insane. It was it was ridiculous. <laughs> the amount of zombies they had and how much of it was CGI'd. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was cartoonish. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. It was cartoonish. I don't That's need it with vampires. Funny. It's pretty um, funny. But my yeah, my point is is just with when it comes to these Marvel movies, I enjoyed it. Just like I enjoyed Black Widow. And I actually didn't have the too much CGI argument for Black Widow. Um Right. But just with these movies going forward, I know when I finally see Eternals, I'm gonna have this exact same fucking uh this exact same opinion because I know Eternals is gonna be a CGI fuck fest as well. Right. So yeah, it, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... Oh, here's the thing. I think it was a nice reprieve from, like, the normal Marvel movie. Um, yeah. Well, I guess what we've seen is, like, the normal Marvel movie, right? Like, really fucking, like... Like, this big, overdrawn, mega-budget fucking, like, fuck-off film that is just filled with superhero after superhero after superhero um, and, like, a bunch of crazy shit. When, yes, this movie had a fucking dragon in it and, like, crazy shit like that. But it was mm-hmm. a limited amount of time. It was mostly just kung fu fighting, um, with like minimal amounts of super in it, right? Yeah. And I and I, I liked that. <laughs> so I mean, call it whatever. I I just I think that that was a nice kind of like a reprieve, um, from what we have normally had to see. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's that's all I that's that's really all I'm all I feel about it. Like I don't I don't think it was a bad movie. I don't think it was a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. I thought it was fine. And would I watch it again? Yeah, probably, but not soon. Like I'd wait a while. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's it's gonna be definitely one of those movies I don't see often. Yeah. I just don't I just don't see the need for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Same reason I haven't watched Black Panther in forever. I just, I don't need to. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? Black Panther is actually like a solid fucking movie. And it's still something where you're going to go, I just don't need to right now. The only, the only Marvel movies I feel the need to rewatch on a semi-regular basis is the original Iron Man. Okay. uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, good movie. Fantastic movie, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I can. I mean, I can see that. I, I'm not a big like rewatcher of um, of like of uh, Marvel movies and shit. Um, right. And well, when I say point, rewatcher, I mean like once a year. No, no, no. I get it. Yeah. I, I just mean like I don't. I don't really watch a lot of anything right for that matter um 
so yeah, I mean, I, I don't really, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big, like, oh, let me go catch this real quick. Let me go, you know, mm. jump and, and take, like, let me, I can't wait to rewatch X movie. Like I even really loved, um, uh, Dr. Strange. And that's probably one of the ones that I would rewatch. Actually, yeah, like, I would, I would have, too. I would have the inclination to rewatch more than the others. And yeah. I still haven't rewatched it in a long fucking time. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually rewatching a couple of them only because they, I like, I rewatched uh, Endgame because right. I don't know if you, again, I don't know if you listened last week when you missed it, mm. but uh, one of the news we had was that on November 12th, when Shang-Chi came out, uh, they released a lot of the other Marvel movies with IMAX enhanced aspect ratios. Oh, so, oh yeah, 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 yep, yeah. I've heard, yeah. So, yeah, like, a bunch of the Marvel movies got upgraded, like, both the la- the last two Avengers movies got upgraded, Captain America, Civil War, Iron Man, stuff like that. So, right. I'm, I'm rewatching a couple of them just because I want to see what that IMAX-enhanced, you know, version is, and mm-hmm. Endgame was fantastic uh, with that as well, so, uh, yeah, so... Let's go on. I think that that's it for Shang-Chi. But yeah. let's go on to listener mail. So uh, this one comes from Kyle. He said, hey, everyone, as someone who has... Oh, this kind of plays in perfectly. Uh, hey, everyone, as someone who hasn't really been paying attention to the Marvel movies since Infinity War, I can't help but feel less and less excited about the new mo- trailers and movie ideas I'm seeing from them. I know Marvel movies are well-written and filmed, but the new crop of movies I'm seeing doesn't look as original or interesting compared to many of the earlier films I know. What do you think are some new Marvel superhero-slash-villains adaptations that would convince the more casual fan like me to go see Marvel movies in theaters again? Thanks, Kyle. Uh, that's pretty an intense question. Um, so to answer your question, I don't think people can go... Like, honestly... If you haven't kept up with the Marvel movies, there's no way you're jumping in now because they're all interconnected in some form, one way or another. Uh, I don't, I don't know that I agree. Uh, no, no, you no, no, not that they're not interconnected, right? Like, because they certainly are. Well, here's but, also, hold on, my point wasn't finished. Sorry. They also said that these new Marvel TV shows. All, are, are all interconnected with the movies. So if you want to continue watching the movies, you know, future Avengers movies, you're going to have to watch, you know, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You're going to have to watch uh, the new She-Hulk. You're going to have to watch Moon Knight. You're going to have to watch, you know, uh, WandaVision. You're going to have to see all this shit to understand what the fuck is going on. Otherwise, you have people like my wife who doesn't understand what the fuck the Mandarin is. And I have to pause the movie for five minutes and fucking explain briefly and even then she's not getting the full concept sure but he explained it in the movie barely yeah barely. but that's all that somebody who's a casual viewer needs that's that's what i'm saying i don't really agree with that sentiment not, not like yes if you want some grander understanding of the full plot of all of the fucking movies yeah you have to watch everything but like if you're What's just the point a casual, of going to a movie if you don't understand if, the plot? if you want to just enjoy what you're watching like but I understand people to like enjoy me, what you're watching. You need to enjoy the plot. Right. Okay. But like, okay, again, Mandarin, you don't need to know everything about what happened in Iron Man to enjoy. But does it that. help? Not really. It does. It doesn't. 
He's it a does. Pat. Because in he, Iron Man 3, they gave you the fucking character, the Mandarin. They gave you the actor side. He was like this drunk alcoholic. You, you're missing all the stuff that you're missing from Iron Man 3 if you've never seen it. And that's why my wife didn't find the Mandarin in Shang-Chi to be that much of an amusing character. Because she didn't know who the fuck he was. I mean, point being, he played such a small role in that film that it doesn't actually matter to a casual but, viewer. Again, a you're you're you I think what you're what you're missing out on is he's you know saying Kyle is saying that like I haven't watched anything since Infinity War. I'm not really interested in a lot of this stuff. Like I haven't watched a lot of it. I'm a casual viewer. Like what what could Disney mm-hmm. do to to bring in someone who's like more of a casual viewer into watching their films, right? But here's but, the thing. With the addition of the new shows, it's going to be way more interconnected. So you're going to miss a lot of shit. Guaranteed. Guaranteed you're going to miss a lot of shit. You're not going to be able to enjoy the next Avengers movie if you don't realize that, you know, uh, Falcon is now the next Captain America. You're not going to understand it unless again, you watch that fucking show. I think... That for someone like you and me, yeah, I wouldn't enjoy it as much. I wouldn't because I like the background lore and I like knowing all of those things in detail, right? But as far as a casual viewer goes, someone who watches these things not giving... There are, there's a lot more casual viewers, I think, than you than you will probably lend credence to. It's a huge group of people who just don't give a shit. Okay, right, like they just imagine, want to go and <laughs> imagine, and I'm not, and I'm not speaking as a serious blowhard of a movie buff like I am, but imagine your last impression of Captain America was when you first saw the first Captain America movie. Let's just say that's a casual viewer. They have they only saw the first one. Okay, if they go casually to see an Avengers movie and they start calling this black guy with wings Captain America. That doesn't help you understand the movie no. because they're not going to give you the backstory but in the most, movie. That's so not necessarily true. That is not necessarily true. There is nothing Mike, to say. Mike, there's too much backstory to refer, refer, the, But there's nothing to, to say the that movie. they wouldn't give you a super brief synopsis, right? How long did it take the fucking Mandarin to explain, uh, this is what I did? Right? It took you five minutes to go through the whole thing with your, okay. with your wife. It took him in the movie to give a, what I would say is suitable enough for someone who doesn't care that much, explanation in probably 30 seconds or less. You don't think so that they're going to do that in the movie because they you're going to summarize what happened. Hold on. You're going to summarize what happened to Captain America in Captain America uh, Winter Soldier, Captain America Civil War, and the last two Avengers movies in a 30-second recap. Not fucking happening. I just think that you're overthinking not it as far as happening. I think you're o- I think you're overthinking it as far as I'm not I'm not I d- I think that you are. I think that you're overthinking it as far as what people are willing to tolerate in a synopsis, right? Because here again, go for the money, right? All those the fucking execs care about is money and do you really think that there's more hardcore buffs than there are casual viewers of marvel movies you're you bet your ass i don't of marvel movies yes 
I don't. Yes. 100%. No, they're the loud Mike, minority. They have to be. They have to be the majority because no one else would go see the fucking movies then. That's not true. Barely they, anyone else would see the movies then. Bro. I'm There's saying a reason might, why people might. get excited for the next Avengers movie is because yeah, they've yeah, because seen they saw everything the one. that happened That's, leading just, up to I, this movie. I just don't agree. I'm sorry. I don't. I, you know I why? think that you're right. I think there's a lot of them. I just don't think that that's the majority of people who go to movies, right? Like you're talking about, okay, I'm going to put out the next. Well, here's the thing, right? I'm going to put out the next Avengers movie. Well, not everyone was old enough in the first Avengers movie to go see it, right? Because if it was like behind some age wall or whatever, right? Just think about those types of scenarios. You don't think that they're going to put in some level of explanation for those people because they weren't old enough to see it or whatever the situation may be. They're going to because they don't want to alienate a huge chunk of potential business. That's stupid because did they do any of that in Infinity War and Endgame? I'll answer for you. No, they did not. Uh, I actually haven't. I mean, I've seen both of those, but I haven't seen them in a while. Um, so and I'm, I'm not telling like, you, they didn't. I'm, well, I'm not. Here's the thing. I'm not going to speak didn't with give like a any huge level of confidence on any of the Avengers whatsoever. So if you didn't know what the fuck, like who these people were or what their stories were, you were completely lost throughout the entire goddamn movie. Actually, you know what? Let me let me let me take that from a different angle. So. Uh, I think that you are right that they did not. They wouldn't have done that in Endgame. Because it was a second part to Infinity War. Or, or Infinity War. I said or Infinity War. They didn't I understand do that. that. So so what I'm what I'm going to address now is the Infinity War thing, right? So Infinity War, they started with it being like this just oh shit's going down and there's a guy coming because if you're a casual viewer, you're taking it at face value. There's a bunch of superheroes that I have heard of through massive amounts of media consumption, um, whether it's news or just social media or whatever, I've heard of, don't know a lot about them. I just know, oh, Thor, he's got a guy. He's a guy with a hammer. I know he's a guy with a hammer. He can do stuff. Or because they've heard of mythology, they know he can do thunder stuff. Cool. Why not? Good for him. Different levels of, like, knowledge based on that, like, bullshit level of knowledge, right? Those people are still going to go see... Infinity War, because it's just a bunch of superheroes. People like superheroes nowadays. They didn't used to fight a fucking bad guy, right? They don't have I think to necessarily are so know. far and few between, dude. I, I don't. I, I really don't. I mean, I'm, I, I could be massively wrong, and I'm not going to like you let are. you just. I'm nope. I'm not just going to let are. you take that and run with you it. You are. Nope. Dude, you were massively wrong. Um, I, they again, would not make the amount of money if these people didn't stick through the entire fucking film series so that everyone yeah, got excited again, to say, take I'm my money for about, Avengers. I'm referring to the groups of people who show up late in the game, right? Which are few and far between. That's not true because there's whole groups of people who weren't old enough to watch films. There's a whole group of people who weren't old enough to like enjoy or even understand the films that they're watching if they were too young, right? If they watched it with mom and dad. Okay. Okay, you you're and talking about people, different scenarios. You're talking about different I'm scenarios. Talking about you're saying people massive, who couldn't watch the movies in I'm the talking theaters, about massive, but they could have easily watched those movies at home and I'm, then gone to see the fucking Avengers they, they movie. They absolutely they absolutely could have they could have even seen the movies before and been too young to understand what the fuck was going on so they don't have the base knowledge, right? 
What I'm saying is, is there's enough people who don't have that base knowledge that they're certainly, certainly going to like have this bit inside the movie in certain increments at certain points where there's like a pivotal piece of information that actually has to be known and isn't just like good information to have if you want to know a bunch of stuff that they will have tidbits for those people because if they didn't they would just be alienating audience when's the next Avengers movie coming out You motherfucker. I am putting a goddamn reminder in my goddamn phone on this next goddamn release bit date so that I can remind you how fucking wrong you are. I mean, you can say that you're going to move so wrong, but you'll see. You'll see. All right, I'm not finding a release date. As soon as there's a fucking mm, release date. Not finding a release date, huh? Hmm. Well, I'm not. Because there, it's not on the books. So I don't know why you said that with like a shit-eating shit grin. I don't know, because you're being an ass. <laughs> Fine, what's the next one? <coughs> Let's see. Doctor Strange. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. You know what? I don't know if any of those... You know what? Doctor Strange. Let's see if the next Doctor Strange movies reference anything about his past. And we'll go from there. My point is, is that the majority of the money that Marvel receives from these movies are from people, fans, who have been with Marvel since the beginning. Or have been introduced to all the movies, maybe not in theaters, but have been introduced to all the movies and are now excited to see the next movie. And I'm saying that what you're talking about, the few and far between people who randomly say, uh, you know what, I haven't seen a Marvel movie since Thor 2. Right, let's go see Avengers. Those fucking people are so far and few in between. I just think that what you're doing is you're you're like... You're putting how you feel about it too much. No, it, Mike. Like, there's I a just, reason why Avengers Endgame was one of the most profitable fucking movies that they've ever had. It's because people suck through it and they got so goddamn excited to see the culmination of all the years of films. Sure. That's how. Sure. Same reason why The Force Awakens was also a huge moneymaker is because it was the first Star Wars movie to come out in the past, or past good Star Wars movie to come out, or not even good, but at the time we thought it was good, for the past 20 years. There's a okay. reason why those were huge moneymakers. It was because fans of the original shit were got excited and saw it and spent their money on it and spent their money on it multiple times. I saw it twice in theaters myself. Sure. Sure. But I'm saying the casual movie watchers don't make up that revenue stream. No, but I think a massive portion of the audience is still those people. You're so stupid. You're so no, you literally just massive, agree that they don't make up a majority of the fucking fu the revenue. I think, and then I you think, still say it's a massive think, amount. Oh. Well, it can still be. A, you, you understand that just in the United States, there's three hundred and some odd million people who live in the U.S. And you don't think like let's say 
5 million to 10 million of those people could be casual movie watchers and you don't think that's a massive group of people? Put 10 million people in a room. I'm talking about comparatively. I mean, comparatively... 1 million who, compared to 10 million is a okay, whole different fucking number. We're talking about a this as a reference of groups of people. It is a mm-hmm. huge group of people who watch movies and videos and fucking TV casually, right? So yes, whether or not a it's comparative... watcher is not going to fucking... Yeah, but 10 it, million not... people... 10 million people just in the U.S. to watch your film at how much how much money? What do you mean? Okay, so how much how much money is a movie ticket? Depends. Do you go on Tuesdays? Let's just say if let, so, it's five dollars. Let's say ten dollars, right? Is that the average, like the, like the norm? Probably. Let's say fourteen. Okay, fourteen dollars. Let's say half of that, at least, is probably the. I would say cut. twenty per. I would well. Half the of that, the, sure, whatever. Like the theater's cut, right? So seven bucks. Sure. Okay, seven times $10 million. $70 million? But Box it, office revenue? $70 it, million? Dollars that You don't like that? But it's <clears throat> it was way more than that. It was in the billions. I understand mm-hmm. that. But $70 million as far as revenue, and they're not going to ignore it. Is what I'm saying. They're not going to ignore it, but to say that it's a large portion comparatively to the fans it's still is a, a large fucking portion ridiculous. Of people. It's still a large. It's portion a large people. portion of people. Sure, I'll tell you what, worldwide. it's a large. It's a large enough portion of people for them to put in those snippets, so that I don't. That that's where this is all boiling down to, right? You don't think that they, that like the people making the movie give a shit enough to put in any level of explanation for whatever's going on right and no they don't put in enough explanation for someone like you and me because i'd want to know okay well then what but what happened before that and then what happened in conjunction with that and what happened with this guy and what happened with that guy but for those people that large group of people that make up a i would say a decent amount of money for those companies and those movies they're not just going to ignore that base of people okay my point my point is i'm sure they would so let's take, I believe it, the box office for Endgame was around $3 billion. I'm rounding to three. Okay. Let's just say 20% of that was casual viewers comparatively. Okay. So if we take $3 billion times 0.2, that is $600 million. Okay. $600 million yeah, out of, of money. $3 billion. Yes, yeah. it's a lot of money, but they wouldn't put half the effort they do into these movies if their revenue was only going to be six. No one said it was. No one said it was. I'm what I'm telling you, okay, and what what I think again, this is what I'm saying. Like you are putting different emphasis into this. So what he asked is what can Marvel do to make these movies appealing to a casual viewer, right? I don't think it's possible now. Okay. I understand that you don't think it is. My disagreement was that for a casual viewer, the standard is less for like information. Yeah. For like background information, because mm-hmm. they're a casual viewer. Okay. And because there is a large enough group of people who are casual viewers in any film franchise, whether it's Marvel, whatever, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter. Pick a film franchise that <clears throat> they will impart bits of information that will be enough to satiate people, right? My wife is a casual viewer of films. I don't think she saw that Iron Man movie. And if she did, it was like forever ago. 
she looked at me and said, who's that guy? He explained who he was and she went, oh. Okay, fine. Okay, so those types of things, I just think that... My point... God, you fucking cunt. (sighs) Hang on. It's just that they can do those things and will do them and it does nothing to their super fan base which makes up for the rest of that money. So putting those tidbits of information in does not upset anybody and it makes them more money. So there's no reason not to do it. So of course they're going to do it. My point is when it comes to these collaboration movies, let me, my argument is strictly for Avengers, like any Avengers movie coming out or superhero team up movies such as Civil War. If you didn't watch any of those like if you only saw Iron Man and you only saw Captain America, Civil War would not be as enjoyable for you because you don't understand who any of these people are. You don't know who Hawkeye is. You don't know who fucking uh, War Machine is. You don't know who uh, Spider. Well, obviously everyone knows who Spider Man is in the sense. Yeah. You know, yeah, you do. But you don't know who Black Panther is. Whatever. You don't know who these people are if you don't see that movie. So therefore, it's not going to be enjoyable. And that's my point. When it comes to these team-up movies, such as Avengers, like, Ky- like if like to Kyle's question, if he doesn't watch any of the Marvel stuff until the next Avengers, he's not gonna know who the fuck Moon Knight is. He's not gonna understand uh, why there's a you know black Captain America. He's not gonna understand these things, and it's not gonna be enjoyable. That's why I'm saying going forward, because of the expansive universe that they are building, casual viewers will not want to watch this movies, these movies anymore because they're going to be so convoluted with all of these characters and things you need to know beforehand. I just don't see how they're not going to make it in any way appealing, right? Like, yes, is it going to be like a smaller barrier for entry? Sure. But I, I sincerely don't think that it's just going to be something where people go, I'm not going to watch that because I didn't watch the one before it. And when they go to view it, it's as easy as putting in something like a flashback that explains it. And they would go, OK, like, uh, uh, for instance, again, they didn't instance, do that for any of the fucking Avengers movies. OK, but they didn't just, do that. Okay. For instance, though, let's just I just want to <sighs> I want to use an example of myself. I saw Civil War without seeing most uh, actually everything. I didn't watch any but one of the Captain America movies before Civil War. Um, okay. I didn't. I didn't watch like Winter Soldier or anything like that, um, which was like a huge part of the Civil War bit. Didn't watch it. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed the movie. I'm so glad that you're dumb enough to not just be I'm just saying, by flashing no, colors. Here's the thing: and explosions. You, I enjoyed the film, and. Just because you don't understand that people can do that doesn't mean that they can't. <laughs> I am just saying a casual viewer who wants a story doesn't want to be sitting in the theater going, what the fuck is going on? Who is this guy? Because even as a casual viewer, you still want the story to be comprehensible. And I sure. don't think it's going to be able to happen now with all of this integration of the TV shows, the new Marvel characters coming out that they're, you know... Um, like Miss Marvel, Hawkeye. There's going to be a new Hawkeye who's a chick now. Yeah, new but Black nobody's... Panther. I'm just saying there's all these new characters coming out. A Mix bunch that of shit. with the old characters, and it won't be 
enjoyable because you don't know wh where the fuck these characters come from. It's just like, okay, where'd this guy come from? Okay, where'd this chick come from? There's You're going to be asking too many questions to enjoy well, the movie. I think that, again, based on that, right? Because you're not wrong. Lots of people ask questions during films. People who ask questions during films... Um, I would say are people who are just wasting their time asking questions because most of the time in films, whether it's through just this script writing, most of those questions are answered or a form of those questions are answered. Like, who is that person? Let's say somebody watches the next Black Widow movie and it's not fucking Skojo and it's her sister, right? Mm -hmm. And they're going to go, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this, right? I'm certain that at some point in the script, Without fucking question, and you can take it to the fucking bank that she's going to reference the fact that her fucking sister was the Black Widow. Sure, but what, don't you think it would be more enjoyable knowing that information beforehand? No, because would anyone know who the fucking Black Widow was if they just watched the first one? Or like the first introduction to her? No, and then they explain, oh, I'm the Black Widow. Like somebody who's not a, a comic book person, right? It's the exact same thing. Like... Why would why would it matter if they're a new viewer or a casual viewer? They're just going to wait for the information. Does that does that make sense? Like, do you understand at least what I'm saying? No. OK, I don't. I, OK. <laughs> I love these chats. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're so freaking ridiculous. Here's that you just think like I just listen, I, I just, understand people can be brain dead like you while going into I a movie. Give, I give credit. To the fact that there are people out there that are not like you and I who like that backstory, right? After I watched and enjoyed Civil War, I went back and rewatched all the other shit because I was like, oh, that was a good movie, but I didn't understand everything to, like, to its fullest. So I'm going to okay. go watch all the other huh. stuff. Here's, here's, a, here's another example for you. I just watched No Time to Die, the new 007 movie. Okay. okay? Fantastic. I liked it. However... Um, unlike any other 007 movie, you needed to watch the last one to understand what the fuck was happening in this one. What I was never the most watched, recent one? Uh, but before No Time to Die was Spectre. I guess that one sucked shit. It was so bad. Yeah. Well, guess what? You saw it and you would enjoy No Time to Die immensely more because it is connected to Spectre for like the first half of the movie. Mm. However, from what I'm told, uh, this one was immensely better. Than yeah, Spectre Spectre. was dog shit. Yeah. So, and that's exactly why I didn't watch it. It's because I heard it was dog shit. Same reason why I never watched Quantum of Solace. But unlike other Bond movies, you didn't need to know information from the last movies to understand the new movies because every it's Bond true. film is a different story and nothing is ever referenced except for this fucking curveball of a movie where you needed to watch the last one. So I was fucking lost. I was like, what the shit is happening here? What is Spectre? I don't know what the sh what's going on. Sure. That's my point. Is that I fucked up. Well, actually, they fucked up by connecting it to a past movie. They fucked up. <laughs> because they never did that with James Bond. Listen, I'm they not... They never I'm not, did that. I'm not shitting on you. I just like the way you said it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, it was still a fine movie once I slightly pieced together, but my experience would have been a whole lot better had I watched Spectre beforehand, just so sure. I have that backstory, just so I have sure. that information. Listen, man, I get it. I'm just saying that I know you 
okay? I've known you for a long fucking time. I also know that when you get fucking into a topic, like, you see things the way that Pat sees the things. You don't see things the way that a, like, Joe Schmo fucking guy who just chills the fuck out on a couch and watches stuff just to chill, right? You watch stuff, like, you are... Mr. Fucking let's get all the physical copies. Let's fucking delve into the fucking history of who made it, what, how, what they were doing, what coffee they drank when they wrote the fucking script. Like <laughs> that bullshit. Not everyone's like that, Pat. Not everyone is even remotely like that. Okay. But they still Yo, make up a huge, they still make up a huge part of people that fucking watch movies. <laughs> did you know that when Ridley Scott was directing Alien, his favorite coffee was Folgers? Yeah, that's now, what I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's, but you understand where I'm coming from. Please no. tell me you understand. <laughs> because Mike, I don't see that's a scenario. Who you are. <laughs> I do not see a scenario in which anyone in their right mind. That's, I'm not saying yep, there's not there psychos out there. There it is. There's anyone that. Anyone <laughs> in their right mind would be like, huh, you know that this Avengers there's movie Pat. looks there really cool. But uh, yeah, I'll go in this with no information whatsoever and just is. hope there's I figure Pat. it out. There he goes. <laughs> Guaranteed, anyone who did that left the fucking theater confused. I don't think so. I Yeah, I would. I don't think they left it confused enough to go, I didn't like that movie. They might leave just confused enough, right? They understood uh, like uh, almost everything in the movie, but they, they left just confused enough to entice them to watch the other films, which is, I think is exactly what the fucking goal is, right? No. Every single fucking... Yeah, every single no. movie... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you don't think they want them to watch their other fucking movies? Listen, I'm not saying that's a side effect, but their goal was to bring the culmination of everything they've built the last 20 yes, years for. Sure. To appease the people I, who you're, have you're been referring there for to 20 maybe years. One, you're referring to maybe one film, right? But at the same time, those films still had enough. Not the second one. I'll agree to you. Probably Endgame didn't... Whichever one came second, right? Endgame? Um, yes. Fucking Endgame likely because I just I saw it once and I enjoyed it but I didn't like rewatch it a bunch of fucking times like a bunch of people did um I I don't know so I'm not going to speak with certainty they probably didn't have like a butt fuck ton of information or even like I would say probably didn't even have like a little information about what was going on they just were like hey here here's part two <laughs> right they might as well just call it infinity wars part two Okay, I don't understand your point because I, uh, as I already stated, but, Infinity War didn't have that either. But Infinity War had bits of it. No, it like, didn't. Of course, they it didn't, didn't even explain shit you never saw before. Like no one explained how Paul Bettany, uh, as Vision, looked like Paul Bettany again. They didn't even explain that, and that was new. Of course, they're not explaining old shit. But casual viewers. Won't even know who Vision is or care. I understand that. But, but that's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm letting you know that's the de the degree of how much they didn't explain shit. Okay, but, okay, so let's say, I'll give you that, they didn't explain it. But if people didn't even know who Paul Bettany was or who Vision was, they would just go, okay. The end. That's just a guy who can Mike, do a thing. I, Mike. You're misunderstanding what I'm saying. My point is there was not bits of it. You didn't even know that T'Challa was Black Panther in Infinity War until he turned into fucking Black Panther. It wasn't recognized. 
Nope, but it would have been a cool surprise for somebody who's a casual viewer and doesn't care. <laughs> disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. I mean, so Kyle, again? to answer your question, um, <laughs> if you haven't seen the movies before, I don't think you'll enjoy them now. Uh, Kyle, to answer your question, we're split on this issue. <laughs> You better not edit all of this out. You can edit some of it out, but fuck you. I'm not editing. Dude, I don't edit. Uh, There's no cuts here. You better not edit this fucking fight out. Listen, we're split, Kyle. I'll fucking fight you. I'll still keep going. We're we're split on the issue, Kyle. Uh, So Connor asked a couple short form questions. Um, He asked, oh, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? That's a really actually a tough one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough one for me. Um, legitimately, I am, I'm torn um, because I, not until I was like a teenager, did I start fucking loving green bean casserole. Mm. But that shit is like crack cocaine to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I fucking love green bean casserole. Turkey sucks generally, like mm. as a whole. Like my family's not even doing turkey this year. We're doing ham because it just tastes better. Um Oh, you guys must have shitty turkeys, man. Here's the thing, right? We I've done deep fried turkey where they're like most of it's moist and stuff. Turkey's just not a good tasting meat. Like oh, I just God. don't like it. You know what does taste good every single time? Ham. <laughs> no, I've had some pretty bad ham, bro. Well, that's true. Okay, here. Okay. Freeze dried ham doesn't count. You can't like take frozen ham. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> but... I, uh, I mean, I just, I, I don't like turkey that much, but I will say that like, if you, like, I've had food with your family before, like if you chop up the turkey and you mix it with some shit, that's fucking dope. That's mm-hmm. when shit starts to taste really good. But like, if you just give me a slab of turkey with some other shit, I'm eating the other shit. You know what I mean, like stuffing um, is the fucking jam or dressing, dressing, I guess, whatever, all that yeah. fucking amazing. But so this is hard for me too, but so if we're having a f- deep fried turkey, then deep fried turkey is my favorite thing. <laughs> Love deep fried turkey. It's, a, it's the best turkey ever. Um, however, if we're talking about sides, my mother-in-law makes this stuffing that has like sausage in it. Oh, dude, it's so good. So is it pork good. sausage or beef sausage, or do you not know? Uh, well, sausage is pork all the time. There's no such is that thing correct? as beef sausage. <laughs> I guess I it's ground. So. Well, I mean, it's, it would just, just be ground clu- beef. Wait, it would say it would be clumped up ground beef. Beef then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's definitely. I mean, well, here's the thing: you can make beef sausage. But again, it's just like, ground beef. But it's yeah, but it's still beef sausage. It would be like sausage mixed in part with pork. They have venison sausage. They have venison sausage. Don't fuck with me. And that's deer. All right. But it's mixed in small part with pork for the fat content. Oh, okay. So but don't, yeah, it's don't just at pork me right sausage. now. It's Italian sausage. You're fucking gaslighting me, dude. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> you're saying the dumbest shit. I can't you help fucking, with You're fucking gaslighting me and I'll fucking cut you. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> fucking bastard. <laughs> You fucking asked if it was beef sausage. Listen, you stop it. You're gaslighting me, all right? (laughs) You cut your banana bullshit out of here. It'll fucking kill you. So good. So good. Okay. So, uh, again, it's between that that stuffing and with the sausage. 
<laughs> Nobody likes you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and uh, my wife makes a pretty sweet sweet potato casserole that I that I love. She has like like marshmallows like toasted on it. It's delicious. Fucking noise, noise. So it's a tie between those, Connor. Uh, Connor also asks, uh, do you think YouTube slash TikTok or fast-consumed media are ruining films? Um, I don't think it's ruining films. I think it's ruining our attention spans to watch films, if that makes sense. Such as, like, we're so, like, when we watch, like, content creators and stuff on YouTube, it's generally pretty short videos, like, 12 minute long, you know, anywhere between 5 to 12 minutes. And I think when when people are um, kind of just only exposing themselves to that video format, they kind of lose their sense of patience to sit through like a two hour long film. Um, Mike, what do you think? So I'm kind of with you on this. Um, I definitely think that like, I think in, in a way it is definitely ruining it. Um, so I feel like the way that things are posed now in social media, as far as like a, a film coming out or, or a TV show or whatever, Number one, it's a fucking, it's just a massive world of spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, it is people who like want to just shove their, their opinion into like everything before it comes out, like right, like, like the day it comes out, you haven't seen it, not just for a spoiler, but like <coughs> people just try and tell you this is exactly how it is not an opinion but this is how it is go fuck yourself right and because mm-hmm. those people have like a much bigger voice i think that that ruins a bit of like the the film media it certainly ruins it a bit for me right like i am right. i'm a big fan of like people going developing their own opinions and then having a discussion kind of like we do right mm-hmm. i fucking love that um and then people who can take that discussion and say that's an opinion okay cool right Right. But so many people like on Vine or not Vine anymore. Sorry. Um, TikTok. <laughs> you just um, dated yourself there, guy. Fucking, yeah. Uh, for like TikTok and and I mean, whatever, really, um, social media platforms, they are so focused on just saying I'm right, you're wrong mm-hmm. um, that I think it, it does a bit to damage the actual like viewership of the film. It, it certainly yeah. would, would, it damages my like desire to view some movies. Well, I don't mean they mean I don't think Connor means like uh, like movie trailers or movie reviews. I think they just mean like content creators on TikTok and YouTube. Like, well, no, who I just don't... like do random shit. Well, I, what I would say is that it's not necessarily even the content uh, reviewers, right, that like give those opinions. Because a lot of content reviewers are people who review it like legitimately, like the, the actual reviewers of content. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people who are like fucking assholes. And think it's a good idea to fucking run around and start, like, blasting them as certainties. Do you know what I mean? Like, people being like, man, I just came out of the whatever content creator just fucking, I just came out of X movie. Fuck that movie. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Like, okay. that kind of shit. Not not the people who sit down and say, okay, well, I thought this. Okay. 
You know what I mean? I still, st- I still think we're on different wavelengths about okay, what maybe. the question maybe. is about. Maybe. I think what Connor is asking, does he feel that content creators on YouTube and TikTok or other short-formed medias, right. are, are they, with their content, kind of ruining films? Because people are now used to watching some guy's That's how life you took in it. a vlog. Yes. That's how you took it. Now I get That's okay. how I See, took it. I was taking it a completely different direction, obviously. That's, yes. Um, okay. Well, I mean, if that's how we're reading into this, then to a point, like you said, right. So it's to, yeah. to your point, um, yes, because people are just used to short, short wave media at that point, mm-hmm. right? Like they, yeah. they don't much care about anything else because why why would they they can just go and enjoy their snippet of content for two mm-hmm. seconds and then go oh well i've had my feel good and now mm-hmm. i'm gonna go do something else um so absolutely like i yeah. i agree with you on that like 100 percent. i think that that is i think you're right on it but you know i i also i could be wrong you know do you remember the company quibi <sighs> does the name nah. ring a bell yeah, like the it it sounds kind of like familiar-ish. Okay, so this I totally just remembered this. So Quibi was an American short-form streaming platform that generated content uh, for viewing on mobile devices, uh, meant for short stream like like short-form media. And they had a bunch of actors. Like they had one of the Hemsworth do a show. They had. Um, uh, chick from Game of Thrones and the chick from Pitch Perfect. I forget her name. Uh, uh, Anna Kendrick, I think. Anna Kendrick, yep. And so there was a bunch of... So it was like maybe 6 to 12 minute long episodes of either a show or a movie. However, right. so it was founded in 2018, 2018, and it dissolved in 2020. So it didn't last long. So it wasn't... I guess. I guess it depends. Honestly, but I do think people have shorter attention spans due to social media. Oh, for sure. That they can't sit through a whole, you know, two hour movie. Um, <laughs> for fucking sure, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it depends. Um, uh, last one of Connor's questions here. He asks, what's your favorite drink to have while watching a movie? Ooh. I mean, Actually, yeah, that, I think I went with that, went through that one with Nick, but whatever. Yeah, you can get an answer. Um, so I would say depending on the movie I'm going to go watch, right? If I'm going to go watch a fucking like not a fucking Marvel style, but like a Disney like feel good movie, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go chill. I'm probably going to have a fucking soda, like some uh, like some bullshit. I'm, I'm a white soda drinker. So like Sprite or something like that. It's just some bullshit. Chill out. Relax. Um, but if it's like a, a, let's say a more serious film, like, um, beautiful mind style, mm. right. Um, one of my favorite films, uh, great movie. So yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Um, but if it's something like along that vein, I'm probably going to go with like, I want a beer. I'm going to go like mm. to like a bistro style. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know where, you know, anybody's from, but like, I imagine most places have that now. Um, a theater you can 
eating drinking yeah oh, like drinking drink yeah. yeah yeah like at the theater that has like eating and drinking um right. as far as like uh, alcoholic beverages and shit mm-hmm. um but like having like a nice cold beer is really really nice with um you know just chilling yeah uh, yeah. When, when you're when you're consuming serious semi-serious mm-hmm. media right um again like if i'm just watching a random movie like whatever it's just turning something on just to turn something on i don't need to have any specific <coughs> drink with me right. um you know water juice soda whatever but when i when i have a planned movie night like we're mm. setting aside time to watch this movie we're gonna make popcorn we're gonna you know go the whole nine uh, nothing tastes better to me than having salty ass popcorn, and I mean salty popcorn. Uh-huh. Love salty popcorn. Um, salty popcorn with a cherry Pepsi. That's that's the go-to for me for a movie. So yeah, um, that was it for listener mail. Again, all listener mails can be sent to darksideama at gmail.com. Uh, so you can ask us any question. doesn't even have to be movie-related. Um, go from there. Mike, anything else for today? No. I love our chats, Pat. I, I do, too. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for gen- listening to Cinema from the Dark Side. Podcast.